For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, we're back. Again, the audio-only version of New Noise, podcast side. I dug it last week. Yeah, it was a different vibe, and we're back doing it again. We're doing it again, and an absolute banger of a week for music last week. Um, I was driving a little bit. It really was. I got a little more time to listen to some records, so I mm-hmm. am I am ready to talk about that top five uh, last week, because it was a good one. All right, well, if you're ready, let me know what you want to talk about first. Well, let's go with the number one, Red Fang. Red Fang. Oh, this album was great. Yeah, you know, it was cool. It was it was a little bit throwbacky in a way that it sounded mm-hmm. like, you know, four dudes in a room jamming. Exactly. Like, it didn't have this over-the-top, like, unrealistic production, which I kind of admired yeah. about it. Uh, I thought the songs were really good, uh, maybe, and it might be their best album. Um, I love their music videos. Of course, we talked about it last week, but this was a great mm-hmm. record just to like throw in the car, play it loud, and just not like not really like think about it too much, you know? Just kind of jam out to it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's easily their best written record. I think these guys are only getting better at what they're doing, and how you kind of describe the production, it's almost got that like fudgy, sludgy kind of 
not I'm not gonna say it's like pure fuzz the whole record through, but it's got that little sprinkle on there. It's like the the salt man meme. Just like put a little bit of fuzz on there, and it just sounds so nice. It's a sound that we don't hear as often anymore especially coming through from these larger bands. And I just really appreciated it. I thought that all the songs were great and just really fun album to put on like good driving album, right? Absolutely. And that's what I was doing this week. So I I was all about it. Uh, The number Mm -hmm. two record uh, was rise against, correct? Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to be honest. I was pleasantly surprised by this. I think this is the best Rise Against record in maybe 10, 12 years. I completely agree, man. This band is near and dear to my heart. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, just I've loved them since their first album. I love their old band, 88 Fingers Louie, back in the 90s. So I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of this, this. And I put on track one. It's like five minutes long. I was like, oh, oh man, is this yep. going to be weird or something? And it was just such a banger right out of the gate. And, like, there were points in this record when I was just, like, Mm -hmm. so excited that Rise Against was, like, back with a new record, still playing punk rock, like, fast, aggressive music, great songs. I I think, you know, this record is really good. There's maybe a few songs that, like, I'll take or leave, but, like, hey, man, I Mm -hmm. I think this is just really solid, and and you couldn't ask for anything more from Rise Against in 2021. I'll say that much. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think it was just a really solid, fast punk rock record. It was kind of everything that I want from Rise Against. It made me nostalgic for those older records, kind of like um, Suffer and The Witness, like the Rise Against that I grew up with. And it really made me feel those emotions again, and I enjoy that. Absolutely. And the new Atreyu album, uh, from you know the metalcore originators, mm-hmm. um, another good record. I, I like really like this one. I think it kind of surprised me. You think so? Yeah, I, I it was a long record, a lot of songs, but I felt like each one kind of had its home. And um, and yeah, I dug All the right. record. Maybe I'll have to re-listen to it again because honestly, I put it on and I was just a little bit bored. I don't know. What it was, if it was something like I listened to something else earlier and I was just kind of riding that high still. But I think I need to put on this record again and give it a fairer shake. Um, Hopefully I'm not bored again, but that was kind of just what I took away from it the first time. Well, it can be tough when you're when you're doing a record that long. And is this I think it's 14 Mm -hmm. or 15 tracks. Um, And they're not overly long songs, but still, like, there's a lot to digest, and I felt like Trey did a pretty good job of of mixing it up and putting some different things in there. There were like a couple of like out of nowhere ripping guitar solos too. That was like, okay, yeah, I yeah, I I forgot like little Dan can shred. You know, that was cool. I um, I dug, I dug the record, and um, Mm -hmm. yeah, man. And then the last one, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I did appreciate the guitar solos because I mean. I feel like that the guitar solo has just been replaced by the breakdown, but like, don't forget about the guitar solo. It's such an underutilized like thing that you can add into music. And even if it's a guitar solo and it's like underlying like a chorus or something like that, and you're just having a little fun, like it just adds so much to music when you bring in a solo, in my opinion. No, I I know, especially in the heavy music genre. I mean, like, all those oh, yeah. thrash bands and and metal bands like in the eighties nineties that was like a huge part of 
of their band, lead guitar player, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was like the second singer almost. So you're right. It, it's a bit of a dying art. So I was happy I to mean, hear a tray throwing it in there. There are some bands I know the guitar player's name. I don't know the <laughs> vocalist, right? Like That's true. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Um, and the last one I'll, I'll bring up from, from last week too was the mm-hmm. record from fucking whatever. Uh, oh, dude. Trip, well, EP. Very trippy. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you know it's Anthony Green right off the bat, and this thing just sort of oh, like yeah. maybe I don't do enough drugs to, uh, you know, to like fully <laughs> enjoy it, but I still <laughs> like the record a lot. It was uh, it was trippy and cool. Yeah, it was a really good time. I thought that it was a fun project, and it's a different writing style that these guys normally don't do. Obviously, yeah. being um, from Taking Back Sunday, Anthony Green from Seos and Survive, like. It was just really, really fun, and I kind of can't get it out of my head. Like, uh, I forget the name of the song, but it's probably the record from last week that I've been spinning the most. That's cool. No, I, yeah, it, it. I wasn't sure what to expect, you know, because you, mm-hmm. you know, you told me about this band, and I had heard about it, but I didn't really know what the music was like. So putting it on, I was sort of, I was surprised. It probably took me maybe a song and a half to be like, okay, this is what I'm gonna get. And then once I, mm-hmm. you know, I realized that I was like, all right, let's, let's ride this out. And this is a, a cool release. So, I mean, just a lot of great stuff from, from last week. Did you finally listen to the As It Is song? Exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. I promised, <laughs> I promised you and the listeners I would. And mm-hmm. so I threw it on. I Don't Give a Fuck is the song. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, it's super modern. It seems like a logical mm-hmm. step for the band to take. Um, sometimes, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and I totally get why it's the first single. I think what I've always liked about as it is though, is that the band, there's, there's always a little more under the surface than, than just what you see. Um, with, there is. you know, with like just the obvious, you know, very, uh, you know, poppiness and, and catchiness. Mm-hmm. I, I like that sometimes that darkness kind of creeps in. So I don't know. I, I'm really interested to see what else they have. I'm not going to say like I didn't like the song. I, I think it's a perfect first single. Um, mm-hmm. And I love those guys. And I'm, but, but, I, but I, I don't know. I, I think I understand why, it's, why, why it was the, the banger that it is in that style. Um, but I, I want to hear some darker stuff too on the record because I, I absolutely love their last album. Oh, fully agreed. And I mean, this band can go all over the place. We had the Great Depression reimagined kind of album. And one of the songs they went full on hardcore, some of the songs they went synthwave. This band is multi-talented and they can do a bunch of different styles. And I'm really excited for the next album to see how that kind of plays out. Absolutely. Um, The the last thing from last week that I wanted to bring up is because I know I was super excited about the air I breathe coming back. And that single is classic, like 2011, 2012 metalcore. And It might be one of the best, best metalcore songs I've heard all year. It's just so solid. I, I haven't heard I it yet. I'll, everybody, okay, check it out. That'll be my that'll be my homework for next week as well. Um, I always wonder when bands come back like this, mm-hmm. and they, you know, it's been ten years or whatever, and they and you're like you're like they're back and their sound is just like it was ten years ago. It's like I always wonder: Do you think it's the song was written ten years ago, or they or they had the parts, or maybe they, maybe it was even partly recorded? 10 years ago and it's, it's got like I, like I always think about that stuff it's got their exact same sound but it's got like slight modern mannerisms in it like with the breakdown like 
there are panic notes and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, that oh, wasn't yeah. going on in like 2010's metalcore. So oh, okay. like, it almost makes me think that this is new material written for a single, but who knows? What do I know? Maybe they were ahead of the time and they just, man, if we would have put out that single 10 years ago, we would have invented using panic notes like that. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, uh, I'm all for it. Well, man, um, oh, yeah. I'm ready for this week. Me too. Let's get into it. The top five. Let's go. All right. So my number five, uh, I think that some people are going to be mad that I put this album at number five, but I have a reason. Okay. Number five, we've got the new album Bodies by AFI. Okay. Yes. Arguably, this record should be higher, but they have put out seven singles for an 11 track album. Yeah, you're really not leaving much uh, much out there for fans to get excited about on release date, right? Yep. Uh, I'll be right back. My doorbell just rang and I'm home alone, oh. so I got to go check that. Okay, sure. Be right back. Oh, maybe I'll leave this in. Ding dong, Mike's doorbell rang. And uh, I'm sitting in a parking lot in my car drinking a Tim Hortons coffee, which is pretty nice. They got a cold brew now. It's... Um, Okay. I'd say for Tim Hortons, not bad. This is not an ad, by the way. Not an ad break. Um, I wonder if Mike got a cool package at the door and he got like some badass record, like a Chinese version of a Cannibal Corpse album right. or something. I'm back. Did, Sorry. You get, did you get a record delivered or what was that? Uh, no, it was a work package that I actually had to sign for. Okay. Well, let's jump yeah. back in. Uh, AFI. Yep. Um, yeah, like, I'll just jump into you. So I have so much respect for AFI. Obviously, they've been mm-hmm. doing it since the 90s. They've been uh, that underground punk band, you know, East Bay hardcore and all that. And I remember those days. Very proud of you and all those early punk records that sort of sounded like The Offspring. Mm-hmm. Then they then they got signed to a major label. They hit, you know, the, the, the got huge mainstream, MTV, all that stuff. And now, December you know, underground. Huge album. Of course, of course, of course. And, you know, I think, I don't want to say that, like, these singles maybe have been a bit disappointing, because I'm not, like, I can't really say that, because I'm not a guy that's, like, I buy every AFI record, you know, the day they come out. That's not me. But Mm -hmm. talking to some people that I know that aren't huge fans, I think they feel like this has been a long wait for new AFI music, and, like, maybe this is a bit underwhelming. So when you have seven singles... And you've heard all this already. It's like, oh man, like what is this record going to bring? We've heard, you know, um, almost seventy percent of it, or whatever that is, seven out of eleven. Yeah. So you know, it's um, it's kind of rough. Um, and I understand why. You know, it, it is in your, it is number five. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. I've always liked Davey Havoc. I've liked AFI, but I think that AFI with this record is just kind of moving in a little bit of a different direction and i think this is kind of going to be the growing pains record maybe that they're they're looking for a new sound and this is an attempt to find it and who knows maybe they stick with it in the next album uh things improve and i like it a lot more than what i've heard maybe next album they say yeah we had to make that record uh because we would have hated ourselves if we didn't try and we're going back to uh, something a little bit more classic. Who knows? But who knows? I'm still going to check out this I'm album sure. in full. Um, I 
I think it's every AFI record that does come out, you need to check it out. They're kind of an iconic band. Uh, but it's probably going to be a single listener for me. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to number four. Number four, coming out of the Netherlands. Mm. I think we've talked before about how there's not very many bands from the Netherlands. But, uh, not really, no. With their new album, Aeons of Oblivion, it's deathcore band Distant. Uh, this is the last album in kind of a, uh, I think it's called Tyrant Trilogy or something along those lines of albums. Uh, these guys are down-tempo, beat-down slash deathcore. They're extremely heavy. <laughs> yes. um, year of deathcore, baby. I've got to say it every episode. I think I'm legally obligated to at this point. Uh, it's just absolutely incredible what these guys are doing, though. They're super heavy. Our friend Kyle from Brand of Sacrifice features on a track. Uh, I'm pretty sure... They've got um, Adam Warren from Oceano featuring on a track. That's a name that hasn't been around in ages, so I'm really excited to hear him again. Uh, but these guys are just writing really incredible music. Uh, if you haven't heard of Distant, I kind of compare them to um, some of the blackened death metal or deathcore bands like Meyer Lore, uh, Bound in Fear, and stuff like that. Uh, these guys are just super solid, super heavy. Uh, I know I sent you over some singles. Did you get a chance to check them out? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did listen to them. And yeah, I mean, this is just very, very aggressive, very heavy uh, deathcore. Yeah, down tempo is, is correct as well. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. man, it's it's um, it does fit the mold of 2021 so far. Uh, I like the band's aesthetic. I checked them out a little bit. I think it's cool that they have. Yep. I like the band name, for example. Like, it's really simple to the point. It has a little more mm-hmm. depth to it than, you know, just something super violent. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for this band and, and I think it's cool when you get something from a country that doesn't have a lot of, uh, export in this genre because I think it brings mm-hmm. something new to the table. So I, I'm all for it. hundred percent agree. I'm really excited to listen to this record. Got it pre-ordered. Can't wait. All right. Let's go. Number three. Number three. We've got a bit of a surprise because I didn't know this was coming out until yesterday when it did come out. We've got the new EP Eat by poppy <laughs> year of deathcore baby like <laughs> this this um i checked this out so this um yeah this ep is crazy it's actually heavy it's weird i love it yeah like i think for the first time maybe ever we have had a pop singer in her prime pretty much go full-on like death metal <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's yeah. there is like, there is blast beats on this record there is insane screaming uh this is heavy and scary and mm-hmm. you would not believe that this is a pop star um well yeah. maybe with the last weird noise ep thing but like this is i mean that set this up i guess i like poppy old poppy i like baby metal all the fun stuff like that but i think at its heart it's pop music with metal instrumentals over it. This is actually straight up written to be metal, in my opinion. It's yeah. not trying to be pop. It's not trying to be pleasant. It's very aggressive. It's very in your face. And it's honestly, I think, Poppy's best work. And I mean, the song Eat was originally a song for a wrestler. I'm not exactly sure who, because I'm not really involved in the wrestling scene. 
but uh, I heard it because somebody recorded it, put it on YouTube, and I'm like, man, this is a banger. When is this going to get an official release? Turns out there's a full EP of these bangers, and it's just super solid all the way through. I think I've spun this like four times since yesterday. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, no, everybody has to listen to this. I'm actually surprised it's not your number one because it is it is just so interesting and so different. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really think that this is kind of musical history right here happening this week. Like, I don't think this has ever happened before. Yeah. Anytime someone's like, oh, yeah, the new record's heavy. Like, so that's, that's like something Pink would say. And then it's like, oh, yeah, well, there's mm-hmm. like some distorted guitars on it or whatever. But like, this yeah. is metal. This She's screaming like with distortion pedals. And this is like... This is full on. So I, I'm all for it. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know what her I, fan base is going to think of it. And But I love that she doesn't care. I almost got like some hardcore vibes on it too. Like it really yeah. reminded me a bit of like Norma Jean, old school Norma Jean <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that when yeah. I was hearing it. And I'm like, this is just so surprising. Because like you think Poppy and you're like, even the I Disagree album and stuff like that is still like drop d guitars and it's like oh yeah we're writing like metallica-esque riffs or like ghost-esque riffs like this is absolutely buck wild there's real licks and chops being shown off here that is completely amazing and surprising to me that it happened absolutely uh number three poppy that's that's a must a must check out for our listeners oh yeah all right we, we got two more let's get to number two number two We've got a band coming out of Japan. I don't think we've talked about a Japanese band at length before. Been a while. Been a while, yeah. Or maybe Been a while, there. at least. Uh, but we've got the new album by Cult. That's spelled with a V, so C-V-L-T-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their album's called Prey Station 2. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, You know what? I listened to a few singles you sent over for this one, too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a... I didn't hear like a Japanese vibe at all. Like this sounded like it could have just been like, you know, out of the Midwest of America or something. I know. Yep. hundred percent. Um, so the album's out. It actually came out on Monday. I think I just gave you the singles that were out because it's a little bit of a longer album. I mean, it's like 30, 35 minutes. Uh, but this band's absolutely incredible. Uh, they're kind of a, the perfect blend of emo rap and pop punk, but each song has its own identity or eh, has its own identity mm-hmm. where, you know what it is. Like, this is, oh, this is a pop punk song. Oh, this is an emo rap song. Like, I think most closely I could describe this band to, like, Chase Atlantic, where they're scene adjacent, but if you kind of show it to a scene kid, they're going to be like, yep, I really like this. I don't know why this is close to our scene, but it's awesome and I love it. Um, They've got the metalcore band Pale Dusk featuring on a song. And it's like only a minute like interlude, but it's just super heavy. And like all the vocalists from Cult scream on it too. So it's not just like, oh yeah, we've got this guy coming on to feature and scream. No, like they all just go hard on this track. And I mean, overall, I've listened to the album probably four or five times now since it did drop on Monday. And it's their debut album. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I think if you're not sold on the first track, Bloodbath, like... I'd be surprised just because I think that this is really, really good music all the way through. Yeah, man. It's it's a little different in that, yeah, some of the stuff they bring in is a little bit um, heightened uh, when you compare it to other, you know, emo rap. And, you know, I've been kind of mm-hmm. critical of the, of the genre 
um, overall. Like, I think there's there's some great artists, like you know, things like Nothing Nowhere, and uh, I think that's an amazing artist, kind of in that in that genre. But then there's so much mm-hmm. stuff that I think is sort of phoned in and and not very well thought out. It's very oversaturated. Exactly, and this really does bring in elements that you're like, oh, okay, this is like you can tell this is a little bit, you know, better, uh, a cut above mm-hmm. the rest. Um, but then there is elements that are very like, okay, this is in this genre, you know? Um, so I think, Mm -hmm. I think you have to be a fan of emo rap to kind of get into this, but once you do, I think you're going to really enjoy it if you, uh, if you're open-minded to that. 100% agreed. And I mean, I've been super on the emo rap train. I like a lot of this stuff and this fits right in there. It's almost kind of like Scarlord too, if you're familiar with him, where it's kind of like heavier at points than like their scream rapping. It's just really fun. Cray Station 2. That is... uh, Prey Station 2. Oh, okay. Got it. Prey Station. That makes a lot of sense. I thought it was like Cray. Like, we crazy. We crazy. Oh, man. (laughs) That's a pretty good album name, too. Yeah, it's not bad. Or like a a band. Actually, this is what it is. You're going to start an emo rap project. You're going to call it Cray Station, and you're going to use like music from PlayStation games and just rap over it. Make okay. it like super distorted consider, and lo-fi. Consider it done, Mike. We have a project. Perfect. Cray Station. We got a it's project. Coming out. That's right. Shout out to uh, to Cult for the uh, inspo. <laughs> First Cray Station EP dropping 2025. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, maybe 2026. All right. We, uh, we have a uh, number one record to get into, but we're going to take a little quick break to hear from uh, our sponsor, Rockabilia. Great place. And we're back. Mike, we're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, man. We got a number one album. We have. We have one. One single album. See, this is a big deal. We only have one every week. That means over the whole we year, do. there's only like 50 um, or less, actually. Number one album. Yeah, so there's I not think, that many. I think there's even less just because uh, typically December, we kind of have all of our uh, side episodes, and then January we kind of have our side episodes too. So exactly, I mean, yeah, it's slower weeks. Yeah, hard to narrow it down to ones, but right. I think this one is super deserving of uh, the number one slot. It's a, I'm not going to say super group, but the band's kind of from all over the place on the East Coast. Uh, this is Wrist Meets Razors album Replica of a Strange Love. If you're not familiar with Wrist Me's Razor, it's a nice blend of hardcore and old school emo, uh, very similar to that If I Die First, See You Space Cowboy uh, EP that we had a couple of weeks ago. And I think that these guys are just writing absolutely phenomenal songs, um, breathing fresh air into the genre that's kind of been a little stale for the past couple of years, uh, along with See You Space Cowboy and If I Die First, of course, doing that as well. And I'm just super excited for this album. I love the album title. Like, Replica of a Strange Love is just cool. I don't know why, but it just kind of hits me. And I'm like, I want to check that out because of the name alone. Um, The three singles that are off of this are just so, so good. Like, Last Tango in Paris is great. I think it's featuring... I don't want to say it's featuring Brian Garris from Knocked Loose, but it's featuring the guitarist who also screams in Knocked Loose. Right, yeah, Isaac. Right. I, yeah. Isaac, yeah, that's who it is. Yes. So, which I think is really cool, like, 
kind of twist because everybody thinks like, oh, it's featuring Knocked Loose. Like Brian Garris is going to come in here and rip. No, it's the dude with that like deep guttural scream. And it just like, exactly. kind of surprised me the first time I heard it. Exactly. But this record's going to be super fun. Did you get a chance to check out these singles? I did. So, yeah, I think Isaac actually produced the record. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, or I think it was this one, not, not some previous material. Don't quote me on that, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, this, this really kind of threw me, uh, uh, when I heard it. So I heard, been hearing the name a lot. It has a bit of hype. Um, and mm-hmm. the name really like right away, it kind of sticks to you. Uh, you know, wrist meets wrist meat razor, um, yep. paints a picture, <laughs> kind of a gory yeah. one. But what really struck me right away, um, is how much this sounds like it could have come out in 2002. Like n- yeah, not just 100%. like not just like it could have but like everything about it. Like the production, the tones, um mm-hmm. the fact that I don't believe there's any auto-tune on this record. Like it's raw, man. Like th- these vocals yeah. are are, you know, untuned. Um this the screaming is like intense like there's this kind of whispery thing that's happening like this is really different mm-hmm. for 2021 in in 2001 2002 this might fit have fit right in you know on on tooth and nail or something and i, I think there was another record i said that about a few weeks back i can't remember what it was mm-hmm. but this one it's like i'm serious this sounds like it could have been you know from from one of those those bands from that era and you're right it's it's like breathing a breath of fresh air, but it's like a breath of old fresh air. I don't know. I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it. it. It's very interesting. I think everybody needs to keep an open mind when they listen to this. Um, obviously, like, it's not hard to make, uh, you know, a record sound modern and whatever because everyone's doing it. But this band has chosen to go with this stripped down old school. Well, mm-hmm. now it's old. I guess now it's old school, you know, 20 um, year old sound which I find to be very, very interesting. And I, I, uh, I really yeah, do want to hear this record all the way through. It's got the rawness that makes me think like, okay, I'm going to see this live. And I'm like, if, if I see this band live multiple times, I'm never going to hear the song the exact same way because there's going to be different things going on with his voice between performances. Like this feels right. like the guys like, they actually like take out and put their pedal board and they like play around with the tone a little bit, like every show. Like it's just got that rawness to it where I almost want to say it's like, oh, we don't care, kind of like Red Fang and stuff like that. But it's like such a practice and tried appearance to make it seem like they just threw it together that yeah. it doesn't feel ingenuine. And no, no, I'm no, really it, excited it, for this that's. Record. I, I totally agree. It's, it feels very genuine. It feels very real. It feels, again, a little bit like Red Fang. We talked about it. It feels like a band in a room. Um, you can tell that there's talent here, and you can tell there's emotion here, and it's a very, mm-hmm. very interesting release. Like This is this is going to be one of the most unique uh, new things to come out. So, yeah, I encourage people to check it out. It might not be for everyone, um, especially yep. maybe younger people will just be like, what the hell? Like uh, This is... You know, because you're, you know, people aren't used to hearing mm-hmm. stuff like this anymore, but I am. <laughs> so, so I'm all about it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a new sound by any means. And it's definitely kind of abrasive. Um, I think if you're a fan yeah. of like Kawanashi or Sea Space Cowboy, obviously I've said that a couple of times, but like 
bands like that who are kind of in that like hardcore mathcore metalcore like really weird like subsect like you're you're gonna absolutely love this record i mean you probably already know who wrist meat razor is if you're in that subsect but if you've kind of heard of those bands and you're like oh i kind of like those like this one's gonna be right up your alley um none of the singles are the same either which is also really cool they've got like a slow one with mostly clean vocals they've got the super heavy chaotic one they've got the one that's just kind of like standard hardcore it's really diverse and i'm interested to see how this plays out through the entire album i think that uh they've got kind of a flair for the dramatic to them as well which is really going to lend itself to making this record a really fun experience overall i agree man i agree well that's the list damn um let's do a quick let's do a quick recap before we get into the honorable mentions um great list though again mike uh number five. Oh yeah so number five, we've got the new album Bodies by AFI. Let the bodies hit the flow. Let the and number four. <laughs> number four, we've got the new record Aeons of Oblivion by Distant. Yes. Coming straight out of the Netherlands. Uh number three. Number three, we've got the new album Eat. New album, new EP Eat by Poppy. Yes, this is a must listen. This is insane. Uh number two. Number two, we've got the new album PlayStation 2 by Colt. Yes, PlayStation coming soon, 2026. And the number one album we of the go. week, I'll let you say it, Mike. Go ahead. It's a replica of a strange love by Wrist Meat Razor. There you go. That's the top five. That's it. You did it. All right. So now I'm sure Nailed you're going to have a boatload of honorable mentions. How many this week? 14. Okay. I just like to mentally prepare. Okay. Uh, so first one classic punk band absolutely classic we've got a new album coming from garbage oh i know yeah i wouldn't say the punk band i mean it's it's kind of like alt rock but um that's that's crazy i, I didn't I mean, hear about they're this. punk at times yeah i mean uh i'm pretty excited i've liked a couple of the singles i think it it'll be a fun release that i'll listen to once or twice um next up i i really wanted to put this in the top five but I just found this band today, so I don't really think I can do that uh, okay. because I don't know enough about the band. But it's this kind of progressive metal band called Interloper. They're dropping a new record. Uh, if you liked that Vola record, you're going to absolutely love this. I think it's got kind of flares of power metal within it as well with some kind of symphonic elements that they added uh, in post. And this, I listen to the singles. I'm addicted. I can't believe that... Thankfully, I found this band the day before release day, uh, and I'm really excited. This record's going to be pretty sick. I'm probably going to... This is a record that I wouldn't be surprised if I come back, and I'm like, yeah, this record should have been number one. Sorry. Wow. Wow. No, I've not heard of this. Yeah. I hadn't either. We figured it out. This New discoveries. This is how it happens. The magic. <laughs> uh, so next up, the rest are all singles. Sure. Coming in with their new vocalist, we've got a new Lorna Shore single. Okay, yeah. A new vocalist. Interesting. Yeah. Um, after all of the drama that happened with their past vocalist, everything kind of going on, uh, they brought in Will Ramos as a touring vocalist. Uh, he has been signed full-time as the vocalist. I, I say signed like it's a sports team. Uh, but he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's the vocalist now for the band. Uh, they're releasing the first song off of an EP that'll be dropping around August, I believe. 
Uh, can't wait to hear this. I love Lauren Ashore. They're probably one of the best deathcore bands ever. Yeah, it's um, a band that I feel like has always been sort of under the radar for some reason, and, mm-hmm. and maybe this is going to be kind of bring them back now. You know, they can push away from that drama, have a new guy, and we'll we'll hear what the music how the music changes. Um, because I, I do I do think that they're a bit underrated. Yeah, I think they've always been kind of uh, tossed to the side because, oh man, there's this really cool up and coming band called Lorna Shore, and their vocalist just left to go join Chelsea Grin. Right. Oh man, this. This Lorna Shore band, they're coming back. They've got this new vocalist, and he did something super inappropriate. Oh, man, Lorna Shore is coming back. We'll see what happens this time. Hopefully, they can. Will's a good dude, so hopefully everything stays together. Uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Will Ramos, so he was previously in the band called Awake in Providence, so if you want to okay. check out his previous stuff, that's where he was. All right. Um, other things that are going on... Uh, the super cool kind of like new metalcore band that I really, really enjoy called Afterlife has announced their new album and are dropping the third single from that this week. Uh, it's already out. I unfortunately haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I pre-ordered it. Uh, these guys are awesome dudes, and I'm really excited for this record to be coming out. I think it drops in August. Cool. So be on the lookout for that. Um, next up, we've got the final single from the new Fear Factory album dropping. Uh, okay. I know I... I talk an odd amount about Fear Factory, but I think they're kind of an iconic yeah. band and really one of those bands that you just need to listen to everything they do. For sure. For sure. Fear Factory is, uh, yeah, absolute legends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to make fun of this next band because I always <laughs> loved the merch but didn't really like the music. Uh, but I'm really kind of turning that foot around with this band with the past singles that have been coming out for this album. Uh, but Victims is releasing another single from their album. That's Victims, obviously, with no... Uh, vowels. Vowels, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, no vowels, because they're cool like that. Uh, but yeah. I've been really liking the stuff that's coming out for this record, so I'm really excited to hear that. There you go, yeah. First first you make the good merch, then you make the good music. That's generally a great way to, to structure your career. Yeah, I mean, if it works, it works, right? There you go. Uh, next... Next up, speaking of all of these bands that are coming back from the dead, uh, Structures is back, which is buck wild because I never saw that coming in a million years. I mean, honestly, there are always kind of rumors like, hey, man, Structures is doing stuff, but you never actually know. Uh, They released their new single, Planet of Garbage. It's absolutely filthy, and I love it to death. Um, I think that they've got, they're going to announce an EP tomorrow as well. Or within the next couple of days, uh, it's going to be super cool. I heard rumors that there's a feature from Michael Barr on it. I've heard that there's a feature from Brendan Murphy of Counterparts on it. It should be heavy. It should be great. Yeah, they're kind of like, I don't know, like a, a really important piece of that scene, seemingly. So it's like weird that they were just seemingly like gone one day. Um, so it makes sense mm-hmm. now that they're back. And that that's great to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm very familiar with the band, uh, so I love it. Yeah, hell yeah. And then more bands that have come back from the dead. Uh, we're getting the third single from the new Chunk No Captain Chunk record. Oh, is there a second single? Uh, so the first single, Blame It On This Song, was released in 2017. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
and they've okay, like so remastered it and everything for this album. So, but okay, so, so but this is, so this sec- is the second, second one single. in 2021 here, and the first one was yeah. awesome. So yes, this yep. is. Uh, I know you're very excited about this one, Mike. Oh, I absolutely love it. Uh, very excited. I love Chunk. I don't think that they can do wrong. So I think that this record is going to slap and every song on it. Uh, next up, um, I'm not 100% sure about this one because it's just kind of rumors, but I think there's going to be a new I Don't Know How But They Found Me single oh, okay. this week. Should be pretty neat. Interesting. So like a post-release, you know, because their their album just came out, what, six months ago? Um, something like that? Yeah. So uh, that's, yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, I really like Maybe like a B-side or something. Awesome. Yeah, it could be mm-hmm. deluxe version is those are happening a lot these days so uh very cool i uh i'm I'm here all here for that for sure hell yeah you like from first to last right oh of course my my, cool my old my old friends from from 2004 warp tour hell yeah well skrillex is dropping a new song on friday i think so that'll be fun yeah, has it has it been a while? I don't really keep up with Skrillex, so I feel like it's been a long time. He dropped a song earlier this year, and it was the first one in like four or five years or something like that. It's been a while um, since you come around, uh, since he's come around, but um, I don't know. I'm really excited. I like Skrillex. I think if there would be one person to keep dubstep going, it's him, because he was at least kind of the most interesting and he's always kind of shifted lately to this more just kind of generic uh, electronic sound, but it's still always very good. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. I mean, he kind of he kind of started it, honestly. Like at least he did. You know, um, um, the the movement of it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what what he. Well, I guess what he does, kind of, you know, will will pave the road for others because he's that big. Um, and I mean, let's let's. Well, we have a second to talk about it. I mean, the work that he did with from first to last. Uh, oh, it's has, incredible! Like has it, like re- the recent work. I mean, has been awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm. Like, I want to hear more of that. I do too. I think both of those singles that they dropped are, are absolutely incredible and super catchy. Honestly, I think they might be better than any of from first to last previous work. <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the nostalgia behind it, but uh, so what do I know? But I think that it's great, and I really hope to hear new music like that soon. Absolutely. Uh Next up, I've got a new band that I have found called In Shallows. I think that this is their first or second single. Um, I thought the name was cool. I checked it out. Uh, this band's kind of reminds me of Loathe with those like Deftones vibes, uh, but they're definitely metalcore. They've got piano, which is always a good selling point for me because I love a, a good piano hook. Okay. And I think that these guys are good. Little small band. Go check them out. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, pop punk band Between You and Me is releasing a single. Uh, these guys are kind of starting to blow up, which is deservedly so. I think these guys are great. Really, yeah, they're from, really fun. They're, they're from Australia, right? Yeah, I want to say so. Yeah, I, uh, I, th- I think I'm thinking of the same band. I, I, I believe our producer Sam, uh, just worked on this stuff. So, um, I've heard a little Ooh, bit of it fun. actually. Um, and, uh, right. yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell people right now, this is very, very good. Uh, so people should be, get ready for this band to blow up. Hell yeah. Uh, next up we've got 
probably one of my favorite bands right now with the worst band name. Oh boy. We've got a new single and EP announcement coming from Hot Milk. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that name makes me feel weird. I absolutely love this band. Please get past the name and check them out. They're absolutely incredible. They've never missed. The music is just absolutely fire. And I am so excited for these guys to be releasing new music because I think that it's a it's very similar to Stand Atlantic, but almost like more punk slash metalcore slash heavy. I don't know. It's really weird to kind of I don't I don't want to put hot milk in a kind of like genre bubble because I think it's more than a little bit of everything. Uh, but they're just very talented songwriters and put a lot of emotion into their music. And it really shows when you listen to it. And they're starting to blow up over in the UK. And I think it's very, very deservedly so because they're just doing really great work. Yeah, 100%. Um, you do wonder how much a band name can hold you back um, because this band is awesome. And I feel like they mm-hmm. haven't quite got the recognition they deserve yet. But maybe this is, you know, maybe this is the thing. Because uh, I agree with you. I, I love this band. I checked and I was blown away because I didn't think, I thought like, oh man, they've got like 50,000 Spotify listeners. 250,000. I was like, yeah, what? that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. When's this band getting big? And then the last little honorable mention that I'm going to drop. I'm not going to say anything specific because this is all just speculation. Okay. And I don't think that it's dropping Friday, but Monday is a full moon. (laughs) And I would like to say that the cycle might be beginning again, and we may be getting new music from the best band on the planet right now. I know what you're going to say. Which is Sleep Token. Well, you know, I did see their, their name on a couple festival ad mats over in the UK. And they're super high up. Yeah. People, it's dude, you're, not, you're not the only one that knows about this band, Mike. I hate to break it to you. This, is, this band is popular because it's awesome. And these guys are really blowing up. I think if you're listening to the show and you haven't listened to Sleep Token yet, you're not, I don't know why you're listening to this show because you're not taking any of my recommendations seriously. Uh, Sleep Token is the absolute best band in the world right now. These guys are absolutely incredible. They are writing just buck wild music that is really genre. I, I'm not going to say genre defining because it's not even that. It's just genre breaking because I don't know how to describe this band. It's just, it's the closest thing I've ever had in my life to a religious experience. There we go. <laughs> um, but no, these guys are great. Um, they do everything based around the moon. So the last album, they released a single every full moon, expecting something similar this go around. Um, I don't know what more to say. They're just incredible, and I love them so much. And if this is true and there is new music, I'm going to be so excited. Uh, yeah, we'll, I, we'll, we'll talk about it next week if it happened or not and the speculation mm-hmm. of what's next. Uh, yeah, this, yes. For people that don't know, this band also is completely anonymous. So nobody knows yep. who they are, what they are. People know they're from the UK. That's about it. It doesn't even matter who you are. Like, Sam Carter has tweeted out that he doesn't know who the lead singer of Sleep Token is. I think, like, Ali Sykes has even mentioned it at some point, too, where he's like, 
yeah, I don't know anything about who these guys are, and it's really frustrating. <laughs> and uh, their producer, I forget his name, but he has like a YouTube channel and stuff like that. He's come out and he's like, yeah, I refuse to talk about Sleep Token because though I could like give you all the details about the songwriting process and things like that, I don't want to ruin the mystery. And I'm like, yeah, thank you, please don't. Of course. Because any information I can find about this band, I will consume, and I don't want it to be ruined for me by consuming too much. So keep it secret. There you go. I love it. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Sleep token. There we go. Total speculation, but could be something coming from them. I mean, eventually we'll, we will hear music. They changed their profile picture and like cover photo and stuff like that and posted some like imagery on Instagram. I think it's happening. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Well, Mike, that is a great week, a great list once again. Um, so much stuff for people to check out and uh, we'll be back next week again, audio only. Hell yeah. Anything else to tell the people, Mike, before we let them get to their musical uh, experiences this week? Um, let me think. And we just end it right there. 